do it. Hello. You can't hear it, Elliot. <laughs> Try it now, John. See if it worked. I clicked it. Well, I'll have a look, buddy. You just uh, you hold on there, okay? Okay. Okay, Buttercup. Okay. Not here. Yep. There it is. Working. Perfect. Good. Good. Well, we are on music again this week, folks. I'm sorry. It's not working, Elliot. We can't hear it. If you can hear it, that's fine, but we can't hear it on the show. We'll do it live. You can't hear it? No. We'll do it live. No, we'll just... do it live. I guess I am going to have to hit up Aaron. I guess you are, yes. Because no, we cannot, we cannot hear it. Sorry. If I can hear it, you're supposed to be able to hear it. We're not hearing it. Sorry. I, I, I know I'm not alone. I know John can't hear it. I know Ken can't hear it because he's smiling. Derek's smiling. So obviously, he can't hear it either. So, it's, you know. Right. Maybe, maybe. Well, I'll hit Aaron up tomorrow and we'll get it fixed. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, here we are, folks. Uh, we are live. I heard it. Trust me. Hello. And Hello. we are welcome, welcoming in uh, a friend of the show, of course, Mr. Derek Laughlin. Uh, Derek is was our fantasy guru for a long time until Elliot passed him up. But you know he's still he's still good for fantasy football. Uh, <laughs> I'm repeating what Elliot has said in the past. So I don't, I hey, you know what? It's, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot ain't say shit. <laughs> I don't speak nonsense. Uh -huh, okay. Um. Anyway, you know, we here we're talking. For, for one thing, I call this Derek and the Dominoes. Derek and the Dominoes? And we all call this Derek and the Dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I just had to step in and do my best impression of Derek, is what I Okay. Think. All right. Yeah. That's All right. <laughs> anyway, we are, uh, even though it is the offseason, there's plenty going on right now. I mean, a lot going on um, in the NFL. There always is. Yes. I know. There really what is no, as, as John likes to say, there really is no true offseason. There is. Okay. I mean, NFL doesn't strike. Right. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's why they've had two strike shortened seasons. What, hey, what, when was the last time another major sport went on strike? Uh, hey, NBA went on, what, 2012? When? The NBA, I think, was on strike in 2012. I think LeBron sure? won his first title. They were on. Yeah, that was, what, 10 game. years ago? Yeah. And they got it done quickly, didn't they? I can't remember. NHL, uh, I think, lost a season. Yeah, they, they do that all the time. The NHL yeah. always fights. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. NHL, that yeah, yeah. That's that's just you know one of those things. But yeah, no baseball. I mean, they were that, that close to missing another t another season. It was like 1994 flashback all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Minus, minus Montreal. Yeah, this, this was all on. Yeah, this is all on the owners, guys, and we're all on that. And, I mean, just just ridiculous. And again. 
I'm done with baseball. I'm not going to watch it this year. The commissioner is the biggest villain of them all. Yes, I agree. And not to mention because the fact that he's, the, the, one that, team is he's just, the one that's doing this to the owners. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a mention, visual I, I'm never going to get out of my head, man. That's what's that? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's what Elliot just did, man. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Facebook. Clarky, you gotta you gotta hit the link again. Let me give it to you. Hang on a second. Yes, Clarky, we just heard about the Brady news. Uh Tom Brady yes, is coming back for one more season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he says for one so more he, season. For one more season. Um you gotta hit I'm the link again, Clarky, because for some reason your your name's not linked. Um I think he's gonna shoot for twenty five. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's Let's gonna be go He's gonna be forty-five, I think, in August. I'm not mistaken. That's when his birthday yep. is in August. Yeah, and um, so how old was Satchel Page when he played baseball? Like, and he, I think he played in his late to his late forties, early fifties. I think, if, if I'm not mistaken. Who? Satchel Page. He played in his sixties, yo. Did he really? <laughs> wow. Thoughts. That's what that's what Gordy Howe did, didn't he? Late Vinny Minoso, he was another one that played forever. That's when they had smaller bases, no pitch counts. Right. Yamagaru is also playing in his 50s as well. He's playing overseas. Well, that's when pitchers him. used to pitch 125 innings, I mean 125 pitches a game, not yeah. a pitch count. Right. A bullpen day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a pitch clock. Um, yeah. Hello. All right. Well, the only good thing, I mean, I, I know Ken doesn't like it. Uh, the DH is, is, is both leagues now, not just the American League. I know Ken's not a big, not a big fan of that. Um, I think the only thing that that provides a positive for is it gives uh, veterans an opportunity that they otherwise wouldn't have had uh, to play in the National yeah. League. At DH. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, no. I cannot. Uh, I, the thing I'm going to is having the pitchers bat have that accountability taken away from them. Yeah, well, you pitch inside. You have to come some play. The, some some people of the ilk that yes. pitchers should pitch and bat should be keeping out of, kept out of their hands. I, I like the strategy though in the NL where. Um, you got a pitcher who might, you know, have given up a couple hits and it's, you know, the sixth inning. And now do you take him out? Do you go and pinch hitter? But then you got to go yeah. into your bullpen. And what they do with flipping around the lineup with a pitcher will bat six. Then, uh, move, there, just none of that stuff exists in the American League with, uh, with mm-hmm. the DH. And it hasn't for like 100 years. Right. <laughs> right. Ever since Ron Bloomberg in 1972, was it? The first DH to bat for the Yankees? Yes, 73. Against the, against the Red Sox in Boston? Yep. Um, mm. And, Ken, what was the other thing? You, you posted about it. Um, there was something else that they liked that, that was that was good for the new contract. The balance schedule. More interleague games? Oh, yes, more interleague games. Yeah, the guaranteed to play at least, every, at least every team for one series, yes. Both NAL and NL. That's right. that's. Yeah. What about the twelve? What about the twelve teams in the playoffs? What is that all about? Twelve teams. Well, the top two teams will get buys. The third, the third division winner will. 
pick on the other three runner-ups in the best of three series, and the winners will advance to the LCS or LDS. I'm sorry. So did that eliminate the play-in game? Did that eliminate the play-in game? Yes, it does. Yeah, best of three instead of one-off. I think the other thing that they did well, not that it matters to me, but the nine innings for double headers and no runner on second base in extra innings. Yes, they got rid of that crap. I agree. I agree. Um, so, bigger bases, I, I guess injuries. I guess that's an injury thing. That's not. But, that's not a. Well, yeah. If that if that comes into effect again, doesn't happen until twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, regardless of all that stuff, uh, baseball left a sour taste in my mouth, and it ain't going away anytime soon. Yeah, I'm the same way. Plus, I can't get behind the name called the Guardians. I'm always going to be. <laughs> like I told you in the in in Facebook, it's better than the Commanders. Very true. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, but I mean, I am I am a. At least it's relevant. I, I, am a, I am a Chief Wahoo idealist. I will always stick with Chief Wahoo. I'm sorry. I like the logo. I like the Indians name, and it's it's, it's history. Plus, you can't have Major League without the Indians. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, anyway, let's get into the meat of the conversation. Welcome in, Derek. We're going to talk NFL for probably the majority of the show after this. Yeah. Uh, I know John's excited about that. Um, let's start with your guy, Aaron Rodgers, signing a four-year, $200 million contract. Well, actually, he says he didn't sign it yet, but that's that's the rumor. Yeah, he he hasn't signed it yet. They they have to have this done by Wednesday, uh, because if they don't, he's going to count forty six point six million against the cap for the league year, and they they need to get that down. They won't, because they also franchised uh, Devonte Adams, and he's going to take up uh, uh, a large chunk of money. And you know, one thing I was looking at uh, that I thought was kind of interesting is uh, SportTrack has uh, a chart on it where it gives the percentage of the salary cap for all the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks uh, going back to 2000. And the uh, highest percentage of the cap uh, where a quarterback won was uh, Tom Brady in 2020, where it was only 12.61% of the cap. And there's only a handful of quarterbacks that have been uh, uh, around the 10% level. Eli Manning in his two Super Bowl years, Peyton Manning, but Tom Brady it, in his other Super Bowl years. And so they the Packers really need to get that contract restructured so they can it, bring that cap number down. Isn't Brady notorious for taking pay cuts so that they can bring in? He, he doesn't take pay cuts. He he restructures, restructures his contract right. where he takes uh, yeah. uh, uh, he back salary. Ends his money. He back yes. ends his money. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't actually right. ever take a cut, but he's been over 10%. He was in 14, 18, and 20. But at the same time, he doesn't take uh, – one of these massive deals like Peyton Manning uh, uh, was 14.16% of the Broncos cap in 13 when they lost to the Seahawks. And Matt Ryan was 15.33% when they lost to the, the Patriots. And so that's always been the thing. He's pretty much been considered the best quarterback in league history since he won that fourth Super Bowl in 2014. And he could have commanded 
that much of a, a, a percentage of the cap, and he hasn't. He, he's he's kept it in line and uh, and played the game with the with the converting his salary to roster bonuses. Matt Ryan was worth all that fifteen plus percent that year in that Super Bowl for about two and a half quarters. Yeah, and then his yep. value went down after that. <laughs> I, I mean. You know, again, teams win Super Bowls, not quarterbacks. And I, right. he had a very good Super Bowl statistic-wise. Now, he had a couple throws in, in the Super Bowl, taking the sack that was bad with the fumble that didn't play into the race. I'm not saying he played a perfect game and didn't make any mistakes, but there was a defense that was uh, collapsing left and right. Well, that, but the, the play caller went very conservative in, the, in that all, Super Bowl. It's all Kyle Shanahan's fault. <laughs> coach Shanahan. Yeah. The, great, the, the worst fourth quarter Super Bowl coach or championship coach in history. Yeah. You know, he's, coach, his, he's blasting his own head coach. He wishes someone would, would, would fire him and he get somebody else in there. You know, so. No, I didn't say fire him, but send him to the locker room in the fourth quarter in championship games and Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Um, so are you happy that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, Derek? Oh, definitely. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm originally from Wisconsin and uh, and root for the Packers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, the Packers, it's been disappointing the last three years. Uh, they haven't uh, showed well in the postseason. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the three most recent ones with, with LaFur. Um So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think Love was going to do any better. And I think if they're going to have any chance to be – competitive in the NFC. They got to, they got to keep uh, him. He's got to play better in the playoffs. LaFleur has to coach better. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to happen, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think the way to get the Packers over the hump is get rid of Aaron Rodgers. No, and, no, no. and, and I'm sure you're happy to give all the rumors to him for him to go into Denver uh, in the off season as well. Cause that, that was the hot rumor that the Denver was going to trade for him. Or hey, he was Derek, go yeah. Do you think when Jordan Love's contract is up, they re-sign him just to keep him as an insurance policy for Rodgers for the rest of his contract? I think it depends on how he looks in the preseason. If he starts looking good where somebody else is interested in signing him, it's going to be too expensive to keep him. And I've read an article, uh, I can't remember who wrote it, but they basically said the Packers should trade him now because there's so many teams that need quarterback that they probably would get the most out of him right now. How realistic is it that they can get a number one for him? Oh, no, not going to get No, they won't get a number one for no, That's what no. I was saying. That was a waste. And you know what, Derek? I believe that was a waste of draft pick. They wasted. They, well, they, they traded up for that. that. They, they traded, traded up, up in the draft to get him, and, and they may never use him because Aaron Rodgers is just, you know, he's going to be there until he doesn't only no longer wants to Was he the second there. worst draft pick in Packers history behind Tony Mandrich? No, he's 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 not the second. No, no, he's not. Trust me, there's been a lot more worse than that. I, I, I've seen lots of them. Uh, I mean, Terrell Buckley was a bad draft. <laughs> I know people make a big deal that the Packers only have two Super Bowls since Favre came in there. But if you look, since Favre came in in 92, the only franchises that have more than two Super Bowls, the Patriots with Tom Brady, Dallas, who won all three of theirs when uh, when Jimmy Johnson was there, and Denver. Denver has has three as well, the two with oh, Elway yeah, and the Dallas. one with Manning. So, Dallas, went, Dallas when the games were on VHS. I, I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I mean, yeah, you you would hope to get more, and there's a couple seasons that they, you know, I, I think they left out on the field. 14 when they lost up in Seattle, and and 2020 especially when they lost to Tampa at home. But um, I don't know. But Green Bay's had a good track record since '92, and 
and Rogers has been a huge part of that. So I, I'm Janie, happy he's still there. Janie's asking the question, Derek: Does Rogers still have that opt out that he negotiated for a couple of years from a couple of years ago? Katie, click the link. Well, Good luck your name. They they haven't signed the contract yet, so I, I think we'll have to wait to see what is in that contract uh, to know if there's any no trade clauses or, or or what's been put in there. And that's what I'm wondering if there's some language like that that they're getting hung up on because yeah. uh, I thought this was a done deal, and uh, that's kind of mm-hmm. how it was reported. It's still not signed yet, but no, because Rogers came out himself and said he hadn't signed anything yet. But you know, it's it's just a matter of time, I'm sure, before he does. Once all once all the details get worked out, yeah. Um, well. I mentioned Denver. They made a splash and they traded for Russell Wilson for, with Seattle. Um, Drew Locke goes in the deal to Seattle along with some draft picks and whatnot. Is that ought to um, get him third place in the division? Yeah, just to get a third place in the division. <laughs> um, good deal for Denver, you think? I mean, I mean, did Denver lose that win on this deal, or did 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 I think Seattle they gave up too much. Some, some really good draft picks and they they're they're trying to build? They're build I think they gave up too much. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to give up a lot for a franchise quarterback, and there were multiple teams that were looking to uh, to get him. Now he had a no trade clause, so he uh, he could control where he went. But I I think it puts him in a good spot. Now I mean, they got to you know compete with Kansas City, who's been in four straight AFC Championship games. Uh, Justin Herbert, uh, if his coach can figure out how third and fourth down works, I mean, they might be able to do something. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean. Yeah, I, I still think Russell Wilson's got plenty in the tank. He won 104 games up in Seattle. The only quarterback with more wins in the first 10 years was Peyton Manning with 105. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning retired, and they weren't going to draft one uh, given their current track record. So I think they went out and spent big, but they, they needed to spend big. There's so many good quarterbacks in the AFC. You're not going to win with Drew Locke at quarterback. And, you know, if you draft one, it, it, you know, there wasn't a – uh, a slam dunk one in this draft uh, to go after. So I, I I think they did what they needed to do to give themselves a chance to compete in the AFC. You know who's the biggest loser? Who's that? Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, he's like the fourth best quarterback in that division now. That division is going to be fun to watch some next year. Say he's the, some people say he's the fifth best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that division is going to be fun to watch next year. It really is. I, I hope mean, they beat the crap out of each other. That's all. He's got to play Wilson, Mahomes, and Herbert for a total of six games next year. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 And then all the moves the Chargers are making, too, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah, they brought in they got, Khalil they got Mack. Khalil and... Mack, right? So yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yes. I don't know what that means, but. Partner well, with Bosa. Yeah. Have fun with that, guys. Good luck with that. You guys yeah. go and beat yeah. each other up. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you talk about that pass rush, that's going to be the challenge. Their their line was ranked 19th by pro football focus last year. So even though they got Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon's a free agent. I don't know if they're going to be able to bring him back. Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Tim Patrick. Gordon. They got lots of weapons for him uh, to throw to. But the, the question is with the defenses in this division, the pass rush, can they, yeah. can they give him a line? Yeah, Melvin, no, Gordon's actually, a, Melvin Gordon's a running gag in this show, Derek. He's the most overrated fantasy football player in the history of fantasy football. I'm sorry. No, no he's a he's a he's a point stealing bastard. That's what he is. That's <laughs> you, know I, you know who I feel bad for? No offense. He's got to go catch passes from Drew Locke again. Only in Seattle now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings the question: Like, is 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 DK gonna get shipped out of town now? Like. 
Is he going to stick well, around? Yeah. Bobby Wagner was just the last member of the Legion of Boom. That, that, that you know. Hey, don't be surprised if Tyler Lockett winds up in Denver. Don't be surprised. That that could I I I think I mean the, the Seahawks got the ninth pick down. So when we get into the mock draft, rookie quarterbacks in play. Deshaun Watson still in play. So I, I mean that 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 situation is fluid up there. I, I don't think Drew Locke is going to be the starting quarterback. They're trying to sell that right now that they'd be comfortable going into the season with Drew Locke. That, no, nobody's comfortable doing that. <laughs> uh, I think I think DK and Tyler Lockett and even Noah Fan is hoping they go get. <laughs> they would love to get Deshaun Watson up there, and and then that becomes an exciting offense because yeah, Watson does a lot of the things that Wilson does, and he's and he's younger. Yeah, I mean, and we'll, we'll get into Deshaun Watson. I want to save him for later. Uh, toward, to, to Just keep him out of the massage parlors. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to regret bringing this up, but I'm going to do it. Um, the Cowboys traded Amari Cooper to the Browns. I'm happy with it. Um, Browns only had to give up a fifth-round draft pick to get I'm him. I'm sure Amari Cooper doesn't share in those feelings. I'm sure Amari Cooper doesn't share your sentiment. <laughs> um, he has a different they, opinion right now. They, they only gave, gave up a fifth-round pick, and they swapped six-round picks for him. So it was a good deal for the Browns, um, no matter who plays quarterback for Cleveland next year. And, it's hey, not gonna, you, and, and for, for the record, it will not be Deshaun Watson. The Browns are not going to take this next from Deshaun Watson. It's not. Did happen. you see the meme about Amari Cooper after two games in Cleveland? He's going to run out like Yeah, I saw what you posted. Yes, I did. <laughs> Yeah, Watson's going to serve as a suspension no matter where he goes. You're right. Katie, click the link for Restream. We lost your name in, in, in the chat. I can see it on Facebook. You can't see it on Restream. Um, but, yeah, Katie's right. He's going to serve a suspension before he even takes the field, no matter what team he goes to. Um, yep. I don't think it's going to be in 2022, though. Those civil lawsuits are going to have to work their way through. And I, and the thing is, the thing I think you got to keep in mind, too, Man. is he's going to – there's going to probably be a lot of uh, uh, non-disclosure agreements, uh, NDAs signed on these. And so you wonder how much of this stuff is going to come out that they're going to be able to have anything to suspend him with. I, I, I mean, I agree with you with the volume of the, of the allegations and the seriousness of them. Uh, you would think that something's going to be happen under the personal conduct policy, but our court systems are backed up for two years because of everything that's happened with COVID. Yeah. I, if these things go to trial, they're not, I don't think they're going to be trial. And especially in civil court. Yes. Well, again, you know, there's been no evidence of foul play in the Roethlisberger case. There was another one. There was no evidence and they all got pretty decent suspensions because of the, the, the because yeah. See, Katie says he's, he says, Roethlisberger was suspended without having to face any charges. So, I mean, that's been the track record. Right. There's precedence out there. But that was a four-game four matter if there's charges or not. So, there's precedent so, on the NFL that he's going to get suspended. So, is it true that Deshaun Watson won't go to Pittsburgh because he doesn't live up to their quarterback standards? Yeah. <laughs> 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 sure. <laughs> Instead of one woman, it was only it was twenty two, so that's not living up to the standard. So you know, I, I, got I, I, I mean, see, we're talking about Watson. I, I think he, he's got a no trade clause, and so he, Cleveland doesn't have to worry about getting him. He's not going to go to Cleveland. No. Why would he go to Cleveland to play in a division with Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and a Pittsburgh team that was in the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger 
a, a terrible quarterback. Yeah, but Mason year. Rudolph is not the answer in Pittsburgh either. No. No, I, I I mean, why would you put yourself into that division? Now, Brady coming back to Tampa complicates things. I, I would have thought that he would have gone to uh, uh, one of the NFC South teams, Carolina or New Orleans or Tampa. Well, he's well, not going to Tampa now. Be, New Orleans and, and Carolina seem to be the be the, be the, the, the leaders in, in, in that sweepstakes as far as which one's going to get them. I think Carolina's really trying hard. I think New Orleans is also trying hard. Seattle's the third team on that list as far as getting Deshaun Watson. Like and don't forget fight. Indianapolis. Yeah, they, in, in, yeah. Okay. I see, and, and the, the the pundits are out there saying that they're not that Houston won't trade him to an AFC team. They'd rather send him to the NFC as opposed to the AFC. Now that Commander, Commander Wentz is in Washington. Yeah, he he should want to go to the NFC. Why stay in the AFC with all those quarterbacks? And why go into the NFC West where you got the Rams and the Niners who are in the championship game and Arizona that's got Kyler Murray? I think Philadelphia is an interesting place. Because Jalen Hurts, I don't think, has proven himself to be a franchise mm-hmm. quarterback. He hasn't he hasn't played so poorly that they would move off him and go and draft somebody in the first round. But I don't think he's played so well that they would say, no, we're not taking Deshaun Watson. Well, right. Philly's going to have a chance to catch passes from okay. Carson Wentz this year. Yeah, because Carson <laughs> plays him. In, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, I mean, Good. the Deshaun Watson issue is interesting. And you know what? I, I, I just – I, I just I don't see him being able to play next season because I think if he if he's traded and he's reinstated uh, with the criminal cases being done because there's no charges being filed now the NFL takes over in their investigation. There's no criminal cases though. They're civil. They're civil cases now, not criminal. Right, I understand that, but with the civil case, what I'm saying is with <clears throat> the criminal cases being done. Watson technically wasn't suspended last year. He was eligible to play. He just didn't want to play for the for the and and the Texans didn't want him to play. So he 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 sat out all next season. All right, so there's he wasn't he wasn't officially suspended. He was actually eligible to play, but he didn't play. With that being said, now that the criminal issues are done for him, because he has these civil cases pending, it's not going to take the end of those civil cases before the NFL goes out and suspends him for the personal conduct. Uh, violations. I think it, it, it hands it down after he gets traded, gets gets in with his new team. I think the NFL comes in and suspends him for anywhere from six to ten games next year. And I, I think I, I, here's the thing, though, is I, and I, here's why I kind of disagree with you. They got themselves in the problem with Ray Rice, where they went and suspended him for six games, thinking that that right. was going to be a good suspension. And then all of a sudden, this other stuff came out, and they're kind of like, oh, what did we do? If you go and suspend them yeah. before everything comes out in these civil cases, and then all of a sudden it comes out he was doing something wild in that massage parlor that makes that six games look like yeah. you didn't come down tough enough on it. Now they got <laughs> the same problem they had back then. There's no hurry to suspend them. They can Agreed. wait for those things okay. to play themselves out. They can suspend them in 2023, yeah. 2024, as long yeah. as they wait. Once they make the decision, then they can't go back again. Yeah, they want to maximize their efforts if they're going to suspend them. Yeah. You have to remember they had video evidence of Ray Rice, though. They don't have any video evidence so far of Deshaun Watson. Oh, they had video evidence of Ray Rice, all right. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. They had it on Kareem Hunt, too. And, and Ken mm-hmm. was asking before about the Bears, if they would get in on Watson. And I, I, I don't... They got Justin Fields, and again, he didn't show well enough in his first year that I think they'd say we couldn't take Watson. I don't really think he wants to go there because the, Allen Roberts, Robinson is going to be back there. Khalil Mack's been traded. Why is he going to want to get into a rebuild in the NFC with with Aaron Rodgers still there and uh, 
and Minnesota having a new coaching staff and having Justin Jefferson and Delvin Cook. I, I mean, I, I think the Vikings would be more attractive to him playing in the dome with that talent than playing with the Bears, mm. where they, they, they seem like they're kind of back on the downswing again. The most aggressive pursuer now is right now is actually Carolina. Right. Yeah. Well, Matt Rule needs him to save his job. Yeah. He's got to I mean, get to the playoffs this year. If he doesn't get to the playoffs, he's unemployed. He's 10 and 23, and he's going to be on his third starting quarterback in three years. Poor Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when all the experts were saying he was the best quarterback in that 2018 mm. draft? This is, really? I'm going to do the meme of uh, Kermit the Frog sipping the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pacify John uh, with this. Derek, how do you think the Bills are set up to go after the uh, AFC Championship next season? As long as they don't play Jacksonville, they'll be fine. Exactly. As long as we don't play Jacksonville, we're great. I mean, I, I think they got I think their window's right, wide open right now. They have the the number one defense from last year, both yardage and point wise. Allen is in the prime of his career they they still got uh their, their receiving weapons they might lose cole beasley but they can replace him in the draft um they can add more defensive pieces in the draft i i i think they're set i mean are they the prohibitive favorite no but i think they're you know one of two three teams that are at the top that uh that you would say those are the the front runners for it and josh allen just had a tremendous year josh allen is is clearly uh, i mean the quarterback the, or the linebacker yeah no no, no. Yeah, no well that's the dream right if we could get the other josh allen out of jacksonville that'd be great. <laughs> those jokes won't write themselves man. <laughs> yeah man i mean we we uh we we just today we signed isaiah mckenzie for two years which is great because i think our new offensive coordinator is going to use him a lot more than they did. Like you saw what little dirty did last year when they played the Patriots. The, the well, Sanders like, is not coming back either, is he? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. So we, we are going to need wide out help, but I mean, we got a, you know, we got Diggs, we got Davis and then McKenzie. We, we re-signed touchdown Jesus too, but it's like, whatever. I mean, he's, you know, Kumaro's kind of a special teams guy more than anything. Um, Lots of chatter about us even going first round wide out in the draft. I don't think we need yeah. that, but what about the Gronk rumors? No, well, Gronk's done now, right? Yeah, Brady's back. Yeah, yeah, we didn't we didn't need that. That that was that was that was a, a, a almost like a you know a vanity signing. Like, let's do the story of the Buffalo kid coming back and winning the championship for the. But he's from the Patriots originally, and we hated him for a decade. Nah, it's nah, man. We're 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 good. I mean, I I'd like to get one of these, you know, a pass rusher in a trade. I, I you know I don't know if we can afford it with the salary cap, but Bean's a freaking magician, man. He'll, uh, Calais, he'll Campbell? Calais Campbell? Is that? No, they're they're looking at Chandler Jones, man. Um, that's Chandler the rumor, Jones? the latest rumor. So, I mean, and even if you look, great. even if you look at the draft, um, you know, wide receiver is one of the deepest positions in the draft yeah, this year, yeah. and tight end is a deep position. Not like a, you know, they have a guy in the top ten that's uh, that's going to go, but a bunch of guys in rounds two through four, they could easily go pass rusher in the first round. 
go wide receiver in the second round and get a day three tight end. And if they thread that needle, those are all guys that could contribute the yeah. way the, the draft is. I think the Bills are set. When you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, you're going to contend every year. I mean, he's yeah. that that type of player. And uh, and they're, they're going to be the class of that division uh, well, until somebody gets a quarterback that can well, keep up with him. What happens hmm. if they get McCaffrey? He'll be hurt. I You'll be hurt. Yeah, you'll get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like, like, dude, if you if you're gonna give us McCaffrey or even the Saquon Barkley thing, like, yeah, they're both young, they're both amazing running backs. Can they stay healthy? But if you're gonna give up like high draft capital for that, it's not worth it. Now you do like an Amari Cooper thing, a fifth rounder. Hey, sign me up all day, right? right. Low risk, high reward, cool, perfect. But the idea yeah, of getting McCaffrey for like a first round, like, are you smoking crack, please? Please, can I sign up for that? A little bit of, a little bit of, you know. Well, and yeah, what no. makes it harder to get those players? And, you know, when we were talking about Amari Cooper before, the reason the Browns can afford to get Amari Cooper on that contract is because Baker's still on his rookie contract and is taking up 8% of the cap this year. And that's always been my criticism of extending Baker Mayfield and giving him a $160 million contract. You're not Will he getting get it? What's that? Will he get an extension? I don't. I no. I don't think so. Okay. I, not 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 the. He he's on a prove it deal this year. Now if he goes out there and throws for forty five hundred yards and forty touchdowns and is MVP of the league, he'll, he'll he'll get it. But we haven't seen him do anything in his first four years that suggests that. And <laughs> fuck yourself, Elliot. Shut up. <laughs> Why are you so angry, hey, man? Hey, oh. if if that's the benchmark, he might as well just quit now. <laughs> I mean, but that's what he's going to need to do to get a, a, a contract like – he's going to have a season like Josh Allen to get a contract like Josh Allen. Mm. If he doesn't have a season like that, there's no reason to pay him like that. And if they had given him a contract like that, they're not getting Amari Cooper. Instead, they're releasing Jarvis Landry, not getting Cooper, and they're having to go into the third round and get a wide receiver there because they need to plug other holes with their first two-round picks. And that's why you cannot itself, give him yeah. that contract. You will never be able to put a team around him that's going to be able to do anything if he's taking up that percentage of cap. Yep. Yeah, so can, can I ask you something, Scott, Scott, the sports nerd, right? Can I ask you yeah. a question? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why, why did my favorite player on your team demand, like, go looking for a trade like didn't demand it but was you know asked to go look for a trade as soon as they oh, signed Amari. he was given yeah. the option if he wanted to look for a trade he could he has decided instead he wants to restructure his contract and stay in cleveland that's what he wants to do that's I mean, that's cold that's cold where he found out nobody wanted to trade for him. Well, I don't yeah, know exactly. Exactly. he's only got one year he's only got one year left in his deal so they wouldn't be able they don't have to rework his contract he's got to he's got to restructure his one-year deal um, and, and, and he and he'll be able to stay. Other than that, otherwise, you know, the Browns are giving him the option if he's if he's not happy, you know, hey, he, he, he should go look see he, he can trade with somebody if he wants to. He They're should giving leave. him the option. Hey, he should leave because it would increase his odds of winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Poor Scott. Poor you see, Scott. Derek, think some shit just never changes on the show. Why do I keep doing this show when I get so abused? I don't understand. <laughs> 
the, the good thing about his contract, though, is there's no guaranteed money on it. So if right. they reduce the cap number, yeah. it's not going to create a bunch of dead money. It's not going to create a future uh, guarantee. And I've always thought they've been using him incorrectly because they, they've been using him on the outside because Beckham's been hurt all the time. He's a slot receiver. And so right. Amari Cooper coming in with Landry taking a pay cut makes sense because right. then you have Landry playing in the slot and you have Cooper right. playing on the outside. They're playing right. where they, they're supposed to be. And you got Donald People Jones or one of the other top receivers playing on the other outside, on the other, on the other uh, outside, uh, opposite of Landry's. I mean, and opposite of uh, Cooper. So, you know, yeah, I agree. Landry's not a wideout. He's a he's a slot receiver, and he's a good slot receiver because he's not afraid to go over the middle and take those hits and get and get, get, get those balls. Um, yeah, I know he's John's. Fa- I know John. It's his favorite player because he can't stand he can't stand Landry. So he's going to go back to being the number two receiver in Cleveland. Well, he may actually be the number three option, believe it or not, Elliot, after 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 DPJ. So, I mean, because DPJ right now is slotted is it, it, with Lant, with Cooper coming in, DPJ would be the number two receiver because he, he he just balled out last year. It was it was he was great. Um, they franchise tag Najoku, um, so he's going to stay. And I mean, the receiving core is there. It's all on Baker now. It's all on Baker. If he can if he need, if he can perform, then he's the guy. If he can't, he's gone. And I'm all I'm all for that. I have, I have no a lot of pressure, pressure on Mr. Mayfield. Yes, all the pressure is on Baker's shoulders. Here's some information you probably didn't know about the trade. Um, in exchange for Mari Cooper, that Cowboys actually asked for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but uh, instead we got bag full of dog bones. So, and which brings me to my next question. Ken, how do you feel about Amari Cooper being traded to the Cleveland Browns? Poor Amari Cooper. Mm, I'm going to miss him. I wish, I wish that, uh, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be buyer's remorse, but it's not from him. It's going to be giving all that money to Zeke and to Dak and not having anything left. And that's the reason why they had to do it because they had to, because they have to, they have to. Well, they, they say that. What, what did they do today, though? They just gave Gallup like sixty-five million bucks. I don't know how much of it's guaranteed, but I mean, Gallup with the torn ACL is he the dude? Last year, when he when he gets see the thing is, they never really got Cooper into the offense the way that he should have been. I mean, he could have been an All-Pro every year, and they they. I don't know if they forgot about him. And whose fault is that? And whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? You could be offensive yeah. coordinator. <laughs> um, it's probably Jason Garrett and uh, and uh, Kellen Moore's fault as much. Kellen Kellen Moore mostly. Exactly. Jason Garrett's gone. I mean, Jason Garrett. Oh, not, not to mention those. Not to mention those Jerry Jones gift contracts. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's. Because when was the last time Ezekiel Elliott was relevant in the NFL? It's been more than three years. And when you ain't got, a, and when you ain't got Ezekiel Elliott performing the way he was capable of before he signed the ninety mil in Cabo, before he got uh, then he got hurt, your game I is still, gonna suffer. I still say, since he was in Cabo, he should have been ninety million pesos. Right. <laughs> I, figured, I figured it out the other day. Ninety million pesos would be four point one million dollars. So he could have saved a bundle on that. Yeah. 
Well, Cooper to me, he's been good, but he just hasn't been great. He he's got five thousand yard seasons, but he's never been over twelve hundred yards, and no. he's never had more than eight touchdowns. He's always been a, a a good receiver, but now he's on his third team. He lasted four years in Oakland slash Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and then you know four years in Dallas, and now he's on the Cleveland. And I think that's kind of the problem is he. He plays good, but he doesn't give you that that superstar level season that they're looking for with the money that he's getting. I wish he, I wish he could go back to being the Mario Cooper he was as a senior in Alabama. Because <laughs> he was he was unreal when that happened. But, but uh, that's, well, and at least that's the Raiders got it right because they're going to take. At least the Raiders sure. got right. They could have taken Kevin White in that draft. Remember that debate on whether oh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin White was the player today? That's true. Yeah. That's true. El Busto. El Busto. Hey, um, why is Alvin Kamara restructuring his contract? He's going to prison. Hope it works out for him. <laughs> we'll just eat our. Why, why is he restructuring? Why, why is he restructuring his contract if he's going to be playing for the Mean Machine? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara? I mean, the, the Saints are in cap hell worse than any other team. They're looking to restructure anybody that they can. So I, I don't think they care if he does play uh, in, in another league for a few games. I think they, they – Yeah, he's going to go to – he's going to help their cap really well once he gets convicted and sent to prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. He needs money to put on his books. <laughs> Good one, Brett. Oh. Yeah, I, I, you know, that whole scenario, that whole incident was just totally foul from every Very from weird. every perspective. So much for what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? <laughs> um, Titans resigned Harold Landry. Is that a good signing for them, Derek? Hell yeah, offensive linebacker, an outside linebacker. Yeah, Hell yeah, I mean. Yeah. He- Good part of their defense, and uh, defense wasn't. Uh, they have some defensive issues, but he wasn't one of them. So yeah. And then And then on the media front, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are going to ESPN to be the new voices of Monday Night Football. I mean, they've needed to do something because the last couple announcing crews that they've had in there have not been. Uh, no, uh, terrible, stellar. dude. Terrible. I mean, I. I I love the Manning, I, I watched the Manning uh, telecast all last year. I, I, I love the Manning pot. I love the Manning yeah. Yes. That's the only shame of this is I, I wonder with signing Buck and Aikman like that if they're going to want to have a Manning telecast. Exactly. Opposite of that. Right? Manning cost. Uh, breaking news. Vikings gave Kirk Cousins one year fully guaranteed $35 million extension. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, what? Cousins has stolen more money from the NFL than Sam Bradford. I'm just saying. Dude, I was about to say, are you going to put the Sam Bradford reference in there, man? Yes, he's stolen more money from the NFL than Sam Bradford. The the problem they keep running into is there was nothing wrong with giving him that contract extension when they signed him away from Washington, but they did it as only three years and fully guaranteed the contract. And so there's no voidable years on the end of the contract. So they keep coming in where they have to, he's in a contract year every year because of how that contract is. And so they have to keep extending him a year and guaranteeing money. And it's like a payday loan where you just keep going to the store and you can't get out of of your payday loan debt. (laughs) That's what the Kirk Cousins contract is. 
It, it's insane. There, he's going to be there on these one-year deals for the for the end of time because what? they they can't afford million to payable by March and no trade clause. Yikes! Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. And you wonder why Minnesota is not successful. Right. He, he he's such an outlier though because I I know quarterback rating is it's a flawed statistic. I mean, but it, it does measure certain things. And he's got a hundred and four or five career quarterback rating. He's one of the top rated quarterbacks in the league. I think he had 33 touchdowns and seven picks last year. You like and that? he complete like if you just look at his statistics, just his raw statistics, he looks like a franchise quarterback there. But the problem is all the numbers come against Detroit and the bad teams on the schedule. And when you put him into a Sunday night game, he doesn't do anything. I mean, you know, he Poor doesn't Detroit. raise his level of play. Poor Detroit, man. Uh, Talk about padding your stats. Oh, geez. Uh, um, and Bobby Wagner, we talked, we touched briefly. Uh, where do you see him going after he's getting? He got. Oh, he got disrespected, man. He did, yeah. Because Seattle doesn't. He had to hear it from the media that he's getting. He's being released. Well, yeah, and they, he should. A guy like that never should have to hear from the media. This was a. This is a cap move. He was going to count sixteen point six million against the cap, and once they decided to move on from Wilson, it didn't make much sense to pay him that. He he's not a, a playmaker in terms of lots of sacks, lots of interceptions, or things like that. But what he is is he's a tackling machine. He had one hundred and seventy tackles last year. He's averaged one hundred and thirty eight mm-hmm. a year since he's, he's been in the IDP, league. He's an IDP beast. He is. He is. <laughs> Yes, with those tackles, definitely. I, I've I've heard Dallas wants to get in on that, but I don't know how they have the cap room to do that. Uh, I think he can reunite with Wilson in Denver. I've read the the Chargers are an option. I, I've heard the Patriots want to get in on it uh, because they have a couple linebackers contracts that are expiring in 2023 and would like to get some veteran help in there. Uh, now, I, I think don't all forget, those teams make don't sense. Don't forget Frisco. They might be in that mix, too. I don't know if I mean is linebacker their problem though. Mm-mm. Can't never have too many. Mm-mm. But the cap says you can have too many. I mean, yeah, exactly. that, that, <laughs> that's that's um, that's the actually. I, I, there's also a rumor going about that they might get Frank Clark from Kansas City. So I yeah. The, the, I mean, he's got an expensive contract with Kansas City, too. It probably depends on how much Kansas City's willing to take in guaranteed money to get him out Look, of there. San Francisco's main need is ball hawkers who can intercept passes, not drop wide-open interceptions <laughs> in the freaking championship games. Yeah. yeah. That's why I can't see mm-hmm. Wagner signing there because they, they need Koski Tart, by the way. I don't want to mention any names. but right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> mean the guy that dropped the biggest biggest interception of his career? Oh. Anyway, a um, couple of questions from the from our, our, our audience. And, Brett, if you had been here, you'd know we already covered Tom Brady going back to the Buccaneers. Yes, it's true. It's official. He's back. Next it question. means Gronk is back, too. Yes. Um, Clark wants to know, where do you see Allen Robinson going? Um, New England is one team that I've heard would like to to get him. They, they need some wide receiver help. Um, uh indianapolis i think has a a receiver need they don't have a quarterback yet though so i don't know if robinson's (laughs) gonna want to go uh and and sign there um i i mean robinson had a bad year last i mean robinson had a horrible year last year anybody that played fantasy 
uh, you know, can can attest to that because he was going as a fifth round pick, and oh, uh, he was terrible, and he, he was, was just fantasy bust. He was, he was absolutely terrible, and but he's only twenty eight years old, and I just refuse to believe that he, um, that he forgot how to play football in in, in one year like that because his numbers the two years before playing with bad quarterbacks were well. Let's say like, playing playing in Chicago with a rookie quarterback didn't help matters much for him. So yep. Cleveland was rumored to be in the running for him, but I think now that they got Amari Cooper, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I think a place, I mean, what he should consider is he should consider New England because he's played in Jacksonville on bad teams. He's played in Chicago on bad teams. He's 28 years old now. And I think what makes sense for him is go to a place where he has a chance to compete for a playoff spot. So if I, if I were him, I, I, I would try to see if I could find a, a roster spot in New England. My own question, Derek. Jimmy G, where the hell does he go? Oh, here we go. Um, I've heard I think, New Orleans, I think Pittsburgh makes a yeah, Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense. Indianapolis makes a lot of sense. I, I don't know. New Orleans, it doesn't seem like they're real high on Jameis Winston coming back. Uh, I mean, he didn't play poorly there, but his numbers were a little inflated because he had that really good game against Green Bay with five touchdowns and no picks. And then that kind of got factored into the uh to the season totals. If, if I were gonna guess on Jimmy G, I think uh I think either Pittsburgh or Indianapolis. All right. Um all right before we get into your mock draft because I've got nothing else. I don't know what these guys got if we get I mean uh John or Ken or Big E wants to want to bring up. Okay, so who's the number one pick in fantasy next season, Derek? Consensus. Um, because we know it ain't Christian McCaffrey. Let me look and see. I got. I got to remember who I have ranked number one. Tyree Matthew. Does he stay in KC or go somewhere else? He's going someplace else. They they don't have enough money to keep him. So let's see. My number one. I'll, I'll go with my top uh, five. I have Jonathan Taylor number one. Uh, Cooper Cup number two, Devontae Adams three, Derrick Henry four, and Austin Eckler five. Those are my my top five for next year. So you got a couple of wide receivers stuck in there, okay? Yep, half, half PP. This is half PPR. And okay. and Jonathan Taylor, I I mean I did these rankings about a week ago. To, it was before the Carson Wentz trade, but again the the odds for Washington went down once they got Carson Wentz. I don't think Carson Wentz was propping up Jonathan Taylor's number. Now they have to get somebody in there that can confidently play quarterback, uh, but they don't they don't they don't need to get a superstar quarterback in there for Jonathan Taylor to be the number one overall player. And uh, if I had the first pick, Jonathan Taylor's who I would take. Do you take a risk on drafting Alvin Kamara next this coming season? Until I see what the quarterback situation is, it's it's kind of hard to answer that. I I he's never really played well with Taysom Hill, and uh, I would imagine the way that contract is structured, they have to get somebody else in there. They're going to be on the hook for a ton of money uh, with Taysom. I, I I think Kamara. Let me see where I have him in my rankings. I have him as the eleventh pick, uh, which means if I was at the end of the first round, beginning of the second round, I I, I would take him there. But. Uh, uh, we we got to see what happens with his legal situation. We got to see what happens with his quarterback situation. I would say the same thing for Najee Harris as far as being drafted a little lower than you would have expected because they don't have a quarterback either. They didn't have a quarterback last year, though. Either. Yeah, that's true, too. 
They haven't and had a quarterback for a few seasons. They haven't. And that's no disrespect to Big Ben. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He mm-hmm. won 160 games in the league. But he was never the same after that elbow injury. And, I mean, his numbers were abysmal last well, year. Well, shit, so. tripping over his own feet was, was a prime indicator. <laughs> Rolling out and tripping over his own self. Yeah. No, I mean, he, 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 he was not. He was not a Hall of Fame quarterback last year. He was one of the five worst quarterbacks in the league very easily. Hey, Scott might want to know this. How about Nick Chubb? Uh, Nick Chubb, I have as the 17th overall player, so middle of the second round. I mean, health issues are are always the concern with him. I mean, but, uh, I mean, he did miss some time last year, but he, again, he's a – He's a fantastic player. I mean, just because he's 17th overall doesn't mean he's. And you did have Eckler in the top five? You you had Eckler in the top five? I have Eckler as my number three overall running back, and I had him in the top five, yeah. Okay. And that's the thing with Chubb is Chubb uh, doesn't have uh, the receiving ability that somebody like an Eckler has, like a Delvin Cook. Uh, uh, Javante Williams is a guy that I have in the top ten. I have him number six overall. I think with Russell Wilson there now, that's a, that's a fantasy breakout season waiting to happen. And Mixon, he had a pretty damn good year this year. Mixon, I, I was sour on because of his health issues before last year, but he, he really did well this year. I have him number five among running backs. Especially okay. they they're going to concentrate their entire draft on offensive line to get that offensive line propped up. Yeah, because Joe Burrow has gotten killed. He got killed yep. in the playoffs. Yep. Nine sacks against what game was the Kansas City? Yeah, now he got sacked nine times. Was the Kansas City? He got, he got Tennessee. Sacked. Nine against Tennessee. Tennessee. Seven yeah. against the Rams. They have to, especially if they're going to let opposing defenses line up offside and not call it. Right. That's true. That too. <laughs> All right, so what's your mock draft? Uh, what you got for your mock draft, Derek? Well, Derek, this is one of the more interesting mock drafts I've tried to do in a long time because usually there's that consensus number one. Like last year, it was Trevor Lawrence. You knew it was going to be Trevor Lawrence, and you know there there was no arguing about that. You could just start with the second pick in the draft, and really we knew that was going to be Zach Wilson very early on. Last year, the draft really didn't start till the third pick. This year, there's four guys that are that are kind of in the running for that top overall pick. Uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson is the favorite on most of the sports Michigan. books at mm-hmm. Caesars. He's a, a minus one fifty favorite. But then Evan Neal is at plus three fifty. Akem uh, Ekwanu is uh, plus three fifty, and Kayvon uh, Thibodeau is uh, plus eight hundred. So I, I think there's a number of different directions that first overall pick could go. Uh, on my list, I, I have Evan Neal going first overall. And that's even with Cam Robinson being franchised. W- one guy that I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, Mike Lombardi on the, on the GM Shuffle podcast. And he talks about football from a front office perspective. And one thing he always tells people about these drafts is that the draft isn't for this year. You really, it's to build the roster in two years. And Cam Robinson's been franchised for two straight years. He's going to cost $20 million next year, which is where a long-term contract is going to go. So I don't think franchising uh, Robinson for a second straight year uh, takes them out of the of the tackle market. I think it might do the opposite, where they know they're going to lose Robinson in a year, so they draft Neal and play him on the right side in his rookie year and let him get some confidence and then move him over to the left side. Uh, in 2023, and let Robinson. He's a walk. big boy too. Oh, that that Twitter picture too. He looks like he's got a tight end physique that they uh, six, had going around seven, Twitter. Three, but he's like six seven and 337 pounds. I mean, that that dude is chiseled. Scary. 
Yeah. Well, who goes to the Lions? I have uh, Hutchinson going there. Uh, not necessarily because he's the hometown guy. You can get yourself into trouble doing that. But he's he's just a terrific football player. He uh, he dominated the Big Ten uh, last year. He wreaked havoc on the Buckeyes in that, in that last game of the season. You yep. Havoc. yep. Yep. And uh, he had a really good combine. Uh, I, I think he ran uh, like a four seven nine forty. And so you like where you got a guy with that much good tape. That good of a combine performance. And the Lions, I think, were third lowest in sacks last year. I think they had about 30 sacks. So uh, uh, they, they need somebody on that defensive uh, uh, pass rush. And it doesn't make any sense for them to go quarterback. They do need one with Jared Goff being there. But they also got the 32nd pick. And a lot of times teams will want to use a quarterback there because then they get that fifth-year option where they get to uh, look at them for a lot longer. And well, I think not only that, but this draft is not really rich in quarterbacks this season. It is it, it's really not. It's not, but at the 32nd pick, you can go and afford to be a little more aggressive. You you cannot miss on the second pick if you're Dan Campbell. you got to get this pick right, and there's no quarterback that you're going to be sure that you're going to get right like you would be Hutch- Hutchinson. And it's true Hutchinson was a Heisman Trophy candidate, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. third, I think. Yeah. Even third. That makes a lot of sense to go edge with that guy. Eric, the only the only thing I have I'm afraid of with Aiden Hutchison is that the game against Georgia in the semifinals, he almost pretty much disappeared. I mean that it was the way they played him and all credit to Georgia, but is that gonna is that gonna hurt? Yeah, well that Georgia offensive line is freaking yeah. was freaking yeah, amazing. It, was it really was. I, you know, I, I remember when Drew Locke was playing at Missouri. And there was like five games against the SEC powerhouse teams where he was mm-hmm. just garbage. And I'm like, why is this guy getting hyped this much when like his 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 good games are against Our Lady of the Lake? Well, that, <laughs> that, that's that's who he was playing well against. And anybody in the SEC that had a defense, he's throwing one touchdown and two picks. I I, I think the danger with that is. I mean, <laughs> You like Our Lady of the Lake? <laughs> I, I saw them I in a basketball know, tournament I didn't one even time. Know they had a team. <laughs> they, they have a basketball team. <laughs> hey, that's the I, one that uh, tossed the uh, saber to uh, King Arthur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, but anyway, it's one game against Georgia, and Georgia had the national championship team. So, I don't think I would go. And basically say I'm not going to take this guy in the top five because he had one bad game against the best team in the country yeah. for for the year. I, I think it's too small of a of a sample size to, to so, downgrade him like that. Was, was he at the Was he at the combine last week? Hutchinson, yes, yeah. yes. Did he? Did he have I, think, I didn't get to see any of the combine, so. I, I checked a little bit on the no. Uh, I kept up on it a little bit, but I I, I think his forty time was uh, was around four seven. Six and again, mm-hmm. you don't want to just go and draft guys based on uh on how they mm-hmm. do with the underwear. Yeah, we're not big on the combine on this show, Derek. I think I explained yeah. Last, yeah. Last so, night, yeah. So because Houston's team needs are pretty much every position. Um, where do you see them? Who do you see them picking up? Iquanu uh, from North Carolina State, another guy that had great tape and. Uh, and a and a great combine, a, a big guy like him running a four nine two forty yard dash. Um, they have the 29th ranked offensive line uh, on Pro Football Focus, and I think when you got a rookie quarterback like Davis Mills, uh, who played well in the last, he five did play well. Year, yes, he did play well. Yep, yes. Yep. Why go and pick a rookie quarterback that you're not sure about and just keep chasing your tail trying to find a young quarterback? 
go and give them a foundation, give them an offensive lineman that can block for him so that you can see what you have there. And then if he doesn't work out, try to draft in a quarterback class where there's more good quarterbacks. I believe the hiring of Lovey Smith was a blessing in disguise for Brian Flores. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't envy Lovey Smith at this moment in time with what he's got to face going into Houston this season. I, I don't know why Lovey got a job to be to be honest. I mean that that's that's I mean I think we know why. <laughs> with with that's um, because they weren't gonna give it to McCown, that's why. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he he runs a Tampa cover two that is obsolete with the current rules. I, I, I mean, that defense was a great defense back in in the two thousands when the West Coast offense that San Francisco ran was the dominant offense in the NFL. But the teams don't play the same way, and it's basically an outdated defense because it gives up the short passes that the offenses are looking to get anyway. That's why Aaron Rodgers did so well against Lovey Smith's scheme at, at, at the end because it was meant for Brett Favre and that the the more vertical, aggressive offense down the field. So I, I don't, I don't know what, what, he, what scheme he brings to the Texans that's going to uh, help them out. But I, I think they got bigger things to worry about because they got a terrible roster and they just need to start adding good players to it. And this would be a good player. They need a, well, they need I mean, a franchise. Everybody, everybody picked the Texans to finish dead last in the NFL, which they didn't. <laughs> and that's basically because David Mills played better than people thought he was going to play. Yep. And Jacksonville was uh, was just a an shit show last year. Yes, it was a shit show. Except when they played show. Buffalo. No, that's the problem with uh, <laughs> the. Oh wait, no, 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 no! I'm sorry, John. Buffalo and Indianapolis. Yes. They... <laughs> Derek, that's that's the problem with teams. What you were talking about, Tampa too. That's the problem with teams hiring Rod Marinelli because he swears by it and he uses it. I mean, even as as outdated as it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, and then I can't remember where Marinelli ended up going through the offseason, but uh, someone hired him, so you'll you'll keep seeing it, and he'll keep getting burned too. Yeah, it's it's just not something that you 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 can play cover two. It isn't like none of the teams mm -hmm. play cover two in the league anymore. Right. But to use it as a base defense that you're going to yeah. build your whole scheme around, it, it, it was, just it it was, doesn't work with the rules today. Established twenty years ago, but not now. <laughs> No. Well, the Bucks won a Super Bowl with it, but then, and then shortly thereafter, teams ago. started figuring it out, and they figured out yeah. the short, short, short passing game was the way to beat it. Well, the rules yeah, changed. The, 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 the rules changed in 04 yeah. as far as the contact within the first five yards of right, scrimmage. Right. So you, you, you couldn't run the offenses that you run today back in, in 04 because there was too much contact at the line of scrimmage exactly. to, the, to do that. <clears throat> How about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? Well, one guy that's been shooting up the boards that I, I think is is going to go, and it's it's partly on his college tape, it's partly on the combine, is Trayvon Walker. Um, he was fantastic at Georgia. This guy's 6'5 and 275 pounds. He ran a 4'5", 140, 35 and a half inch vertical jump and did his three cone in 6.89 seconds. And so you have a guy on the best defense in the country, who had great numbers in the college season that then put up that kind of tape and they need that type of player to, uh, to get after Josh Allen, to get after Mac Jones, to, uh, to pressure the quarterback. And so I, I, I think they're going to add uh, Trayvon Walker, or if they don't go with him, uh, maybe uh, Thibodeau, they, they need to get some edge pass rush there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> real quick. I'm sorry. Ellie, to interrupt. 
Yeah. Clark wants to know, does Jamison Williams drop because of his injury? I, I mean, yes, but I don't think he's going to fall out of the first round. I, I don't think he's going to be the first receiver taken, which is what he might have been uh, without that injury. I, I have him going later in the first round, though. He's, he's too good. And, and, and I'm sure John will appreciate this question. How about the other Jersey team? The what? The other Jersey team. At number oh, the five. other Jersey team. <laughs> hey, man. Dude, they're Buffalo South now, so I don't got no hatred for, for, for the Giants, man. That is, that is Buffalo South now. Well, they ain't in, in your conference either, so that Well, no, you. but they also got all of our freaking – all of our dudes there, man. I mean, you know. They got Dable. They got Shane. They got – you know, I, I'm pretty That's sure they've got every Beasley single one of our backup up. quarterbacks. That's probably where Beasley Beasley lines up. Trubisky well, might go there. <laughs> well, no, like, yeah, but I mean, like Davis Webb and all those guys, right? That we had on their face on there. <laughs> and I just like to highlight what Bill said. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I, I salute and clap a Patriots fan because I totally agree with you, sir. Totally. Not even Jets fans care about the Jets. <laughs> yes, that's, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's not J E T S. It's F A I L. There's such a thing as Jets fans. That's what I'm saying. Well, Joe, know, like, still, Joe Davis is still a Jets fan, and you got Greeny. Oh, yeah. At least you got two. I, I got a couple friends out in California. They're originally from New York. They uh, they go through the painful exercise of rooting for the Jets. Oh, every and my year, CEO, and they, the CEO of my company is a Jets fan. The CEO of my company is also a Jets fan that <laughs> I work for. So who yeah. goes to the Giants, Derek? I have Charles Cross going here. Uh, offensive tackle out of Mississippi they State. They, they need offensive line help. They've had a bad offensive line. Uh, since Eli Manning was uh, was there at the end of his career, so I, I they now I know they took offensive line uh, early last year, but they 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 need more than uh, than one offensive lineman in the in the top ten of the draft, and so they're going to go and grab another one in Charles Cross. Now Carolina, do they? I mean, obviously they're in the mix for Deshaun Watson. Well, that do they need offensive line help? Well, they need lots of things, but I, the quarterback is where they're going to have to go first because, again, like I said, Rule's going to be on his third quarterback in the last three years. Um, he's got to get this one right. So I think he goes with Kenny Pickett here is who I have in the mock because Watson isn't there yet. That could change if um, if they sign Watson because they won't need two quarterbacks then. But, uh, yeah, I'd pick it here because he, he started for four years at Pittsburgh and was on their roster for five years. So, to me, do you go and take somebody like Malik Willis who played at Liberty and didn't really start that many games? It might be a, a two- or three-year developmental plan that you're going to get fired year one into his development. Or do you take a guy that had four years of starting experience at Pitt and be like, Hopefully that's going to translate where he's going to help me win right away. Can I ask you something about Pickett? Yeah. And this team rarely ever does this, but could you see a foresee any scenario where the Steelers trade up to get Pickett? I, one of my best friends is uh, is a Steelers fan, and uh, he he's originally from uh, from the Pennsylvania area, and he is hoping they find some way to get him. I. I don't know. I mean, they're down at 20 right now, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know if they have the draft capital to get that high up in the draft. Now, True. here's what I think becomes interesting is, let's say Carolina does get Deshaun Watson, and, um, and you know, we'll see where Jimmy G goes. We'll see where, uh, um, you know, you know where, where, where some of these, you know, quarterbacks end up moving. 
and maybe you do have somebody like, uh, you know, Philadelphia, who's got three first round picks and, uh, and, you know, could afford to trade one. Could they make a move up to 15 with Philadelphia? Could they make a move up to uh, 12 with Minnesota or maybe the Jets even who have two top 10 picks and, uh, mm-hmm. and do that, that I could see, but for them to get up to six, if that's where Carolina takes them to get the you know, top five, I, I don't think the Steelers have a history of, uh, of trading that many draft picks away. No. Where, and, and would you want to do that with Pickett? I mean, this isn't, this isn't Trevor Lawrence we're talking about. This isn't somebody that's viewed but as he, uh, he probably is the best quarterback in this draft pool though, because this is, this is a very shallow draft pool this year. He's the most NFL ready, I think. I I think if I looked at you know who has the most upside, it's probably Malik Willis. He did really well in the Senior Bowl, played at Liberty. I think as far as upside goes, that's Malik Willis. But I think as far as who's the the safest that you you think could have a ten year career out of this group, I I think it's I think that's Pickett. And the Giants coming back with two out of the top seven picks. Uh, I I have them going with Kyle Hamilton here. Um, Hamilton. Hamilton's a guy that, you know, when we talk about the combine, he didn't have the greatest combine. He was a little slower than people had hoped at 4.59 seconds, but that's where you can't let a combine time get in the way of drafting a good football player because Kyle Hamilton was fantastic at Notre Dame. There's a lot of good tape on him, and um, and, and he should be a quality defender in the league for years to come, and the, the Giants need some help in the secondary, so I think they go with Hamilton. Um. I don't know if this was brought up. You were talking about Pickett from Pittsburgh. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What about the Steelers going after him? That's, That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, Because that seems to be the, the the big the big rumor that Pittsburgh want, wants to bring him in because he again he's another hometown kid, just like Hutchinson is with Detroit, and he they seem to think he'll fit in well with their scheme. He's had some rough games in college, so I'm not 100% sold on the kid. So I, we'll, we'll see. Plus, we're talking about his small hands going out there as well. You know, eight-inch hands. I, you know what? The hands thing doesn't doesn't mean dick to me. It doesn't matter. You had a pretty strong bowl and you're accurate. Who cares? You had a pretty strong bowl game, though. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta. Well, this is going to be interesting. They restructured Matt Ryan's contract. They're kind of in the Kirk Cousins situation where, you know, they don't necessarily want to restructure the contract, but if they don't, they're not going to be able to field the team this year. And so they did restructure it a little bit. So I think they go with Thibodeau here because he's a guy that would be good value at the eighth pick. You know, people are talking about maybe he could be one of the top two picks in the draft. And Atlanta had just 17 sacks last year. And so I, I think they go and add an impact defensive player here rather than taking a chance on a quarterback that might not play for two years. And you, there might be somebody next year that you have a bad record and you'd rather draft at that point rather than drafting one of these guys. So I, I don't think Atlanta goes quarterback. Okay. Number nine, Denver. Well, Seattle, because uh, Russell oh, Wilson's there now. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I have them going with Malik Willis. Again, we got to see if they get into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes or what happens in free agency. But um, I'm doing the mock as if, you know, th- those guys haven't moved. And uh, I-, I think you cannot go with Drew Locke uh, as your starting quarterback this year. And Willis had some very good games at Liberty. He had a very strong senior bowl performance. And then he had a great throwing session at the combine. Yeah. And so he's a guy whose stock has been going way up since the uh, since the end of the I just I disagree. I think he'd do fine with Seattle as long as he plays Our Lady of the Light. 
Our Lady of the Lake. Are they, are they on the schedule? <laughs> they're they're yeah. not, and I mean that's that's going to be the issue with you know trying to develop a rookie quarterback in this division is you got the Rams, Niners, and Cardinals here, and mm-hmm. you're going to be trying to win with a rookie quarterback. But I mean, you, you can't go with Drew Locke. You, what you about know? the Pete Carroll situation in Seattle? Is he on is he on the hot seat right now? I mean, he's he's seventy years old now. Um, he, he just gave it up. He just lost Russell Wilson. Just lost. Um, um, they just lost uh, Bobby Wagner as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that team's in rebuild. By the way, mode. the team is in rebuild mode. And does, do you think that Pete Carroll is the guy to rebuild that team, or should they get? Should should Pete Carroll step aside? And let By the way, team? that was the last remaining piece of the Legion of Boom. Yes, I, I, yeah, it was, and it was also the last remaining member of the Super Bowl team when they won the Super Bowl too, as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think Pete Carroll's the guy to turn it around. They, they've been reshuffling offensive and defensive coordinators there for the last couple of years, and the product keeps getting worse. And I, I think that, you know, when you look at Pete Carroll, I, I don't know if the game has changed even in the last five years. I think Kansas City reinvented the game as far as what you could do with uh, pre-snap motion, what you could do um, – with a with a vertical passing attack and I, I think you know even though teams don't all have Patrick Mahomes they've adopted some of those offensive concepts uh Sean McVay is also another one that's brought in a lot of new offense into the league that wasn't there prior to 2017 and Pete Carroll hasn't adjusted he's still running the Marshawn Lynch offense that's mm-hmm. what he wants to do yeah and yeah. and I don't think you can rebuild around a Marshawn Lynch style offense. And, and so. Well, they don't have the running game to go. They don't have, they don't have the running game anyway. They really don't. So, I mean, I, you know, it just. Yeah. Although Rashad Penny showed himself at the end of last season. And I'm not saying that you can't run the ball. I mean, you, you need to run the ball. You can't throw the ball 50, 60 times and, 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 and run it five. You, you have to have balance in your offense, but. I mean, look at the quarterbacks that made the playoffs last year. All the elite quarterbacks in the league made the playoffs with the exception of Justin Herbert, and he would have if uh, if they would have been so poorly coached in that final game. Yeah, yeah, fire him. Fire that dude. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I just I, – I, I think, you know, do you want to go on a rebuild with a 70-year-old guy that wants to power run the ball 25 to 30 times a game? I That isn't how I would rebuild. Right. I got I got two cents to toss in on that. Go ahead, Ken. I think if for any reason Pete Carroll does step down as the head coach, I think Fox will snap him up in a hurry to be on the panel for the Fox College football pregame show. Because I think uh Stoops, I think, is going to probably try to go back into coaching. Um, and they've already had Urban Meyer. Uh, I think uh, they'll try and, and try and get uh, Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll lives in Italy, I think, in the offseason. Well, and of course, Pete Carroll was a great college coach, too, with USC. Yeah, I mean, he was a great yeah. college coach. I think, I think he'd be a perfect fit for that uh, Fox uh, college football pregame show. I, I totally agree with that. He's been a great NFL coach. He won a Super yeah. Bowl, and uh, yeah. and you know he didn't have a – I mean, they won 104 games with Russell Wilson there since uh, – uh, as the starting quarterback since 2010, plus you know whatever else they won with uh, when his backups played, and it, it, uh, it's pretty. It's been pretty good, uh, uh, you know, outside of his 
stint with the Jets and the Patriots when he was, you know, in his early years as a head coach. Well, they even made the playoffs uh, one year when he was with the Patriots, uh, and he got fired, I think, after one season with the Jets. I never thought mm-hmm. he got a fair chance uh, no. in the in the 90s, and I, I, I think, you know, his, his run speaks for itself, but we're not looking at what he did from 2012 to 2021. We're looking at 2022 going forward, and I right. just think his vision for building a team isn't going in the same direction as where the rest of the league is going. Right, right. I always, I always felt that Parcells may have had something to do with that in the Jets. Right. <laughs> and although although nobody cares about them, this, the Jets still have a pick at number ten. Yeah, I, I, I think I think they go two directions. Uh, one, they could go with wide receiver here. Uh, Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson is somebody they could go with and and get uh, Zach Wilson uh, uh, another target. But I, I think what's going to work against uh, a receiver going here is there's so many of them that they could wait until the second round and probably get a good impact player. So I have them going with Ahmad Gardner, uh, the cornerback out of Cincinnati. He didn't allow a touchdown in 33 career games, and I think quarterbacks had a uh, yeah, 22.6 quarterback rating against him. Uh, they need some defensive back help, and especially when you're in a division with, uh, you know, Josh Allen, you got to have somebody to line up on digs, and this is a guy that you could put out there and uh, and, and hopefully you can have some success. Josh, you're going to know. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this for the last 15 minutes, all right? Um, you haven't gotten to our teams yet, as far as all five of our teams, as far as the first round of the draft. Okay. Let's do this. Let's 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 go around the table and let's start with the Browns who have the 13th overall wait, pick. Wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to do one thing. What? Who do the commanders pick? I have the no one Mac- cares. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one cares. I have them, I have them going Matt Corral. Um quarterback. I do mm. have them going quarterback, and the reason is <laughs> after they tra- after they after they traded for Carson Wentz, now you're, they're still going to go quarterback. Well, because because Carson Wentz, the odds went down with him. Maybe they'll go up with Matt. <laughs> look, look at the guaranteed money on the contract. There's nothing owed for 2023. He's a stopgap. I mean, they they basically were not going to go in with Hanky again this year, and they weren't sure what they were going to get with. Uh, uh, in this quarterback class, what was going to be available for him at the 11th pick. So I think it makes more sense to trade the draft picks uh, that are lower and get Wentz in there. You have some stability. And then I think Hinkie's a better option than Wentz, to be honest. I think Hinkie's a better option than Wentz. No. No, he's not. No. All right. All right. Fresh. Anyway, let's start in order. The number 13 pick belongs to the Cleveland Browns. Um. I did this before Amari Cooper came uh, on board. I, I had them going wide receiver, though, with Garrett Wilson. And I think they could still do that because they, they need more impact wide receivers uh, in place. And this is a great wide receiver draft. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they if they went with another playmaker. If you're going to go and, and see what you have with Baker Mayfield this year and you're going to go all in on him, give him the pieces to you succeed. You think Wilson's a better option than Olave? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, Wilson, uh, was, uh, was a productive player at Ohio State and he had a great combine. You're putting, uh, I think you're, I think you're putting a, a, a pretty safe player there. And who knows how, how long Amari Cooper is going to be here. I mean, they did do, take on all the guaranteed money. Two He's going to probably be for the next couple of years. But... Fuck you, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's 28 years old, and so I don't think taking Wilson means that he's not going to be able to uh, be, be able to play that. They, they still have a lot of needs at wide receiver, and that's what that's why I think don't, that makes sense. Don't forget, they could, could go defensive tackle too, right? Yeah, Derek. Yeah, they What's could that? go defensive tackle as well. They could go defensive tackle, and if they did that. Um, a guy I like is Jordan Davis. He's yeah. the defensive tackle out of Georgia. That guy is six. I think he's six five or six six, three hundred forty one pounds. Didn't he have a fast eight, forty? Wasn't he the guy that ran the fast forty? Four seven eight forty yeah, and a thirty two right. inch vertical jump for a guy yeah. that weighs three hundred forty one pounds. And yeah, that's that would be faster than like some players that are supposed to be faster than him. What's I mean, that? He, I mean, he has stats that rival players smaller than him. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, there's there's defensive ends and uh, there's linebackers that don't run that fast. So right. yeah, yeah, I mean, he's. Uh, uh, I mean, you can you could tell after this combine why Georgia was being talked about as one of the best defenses in the uh, in, in the in the history of college football. I mean, yeah. they were insanely talented. Yeah. All right. So in keeping with chronological order, next up would be the Dallas Cowboys at twenty four. Okay, Dallas Cowboys at 24. I have George uh, Karloftis out of Purdue going there. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, they were asking to renegotiate the contract, and it didn't seem like he was crazy about that. Now they're talking about that he's going to be there, but Gregory's going to be leaving in free agency, and I feel like they need to get a a pass rush. Um, uh, Karloftis, he had a really good freshman year at Purdue and then never really got better from there. But I, I, I've seen a lot of boards where he's a top 15 talent, and uh, yeah. I, I think they'd be happy to get in there. Okay. Uh, John, you're up at 25th uh, with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I have them going with a Georgia player here too, uh, Devontae Wyatt, who's uh, uh, a defensive tackle. He's a guy that had a very good uh, – uh, senior Bowl week and ran his four his forty and four seven seven seconds. He's six three and three hundred four pounds. Just another one of these freakish athletes at uh, at Georgia, and I think he'd fit in really well with uh, uh, the Bills, where he could uh, give them uh, you know some good pass rush uh, from the interior and, uh, and and another big body in the middle. He's good. Is he good run? Is he a good run stopper as well? I mean, that's what Bills need. I mean, they couldn't stop their own last year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think pass rush is more a specialty, but uh, I mean. He, he 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 does he does both and uh, and and they're not going to be trying to build around a rookie defensive uh, tackle with, uh, uh, with with the quality of the team they have. They need a piece, and I, I think he's probably the best option for them there at that point. Okay, how about uh, your team at twenty eight, the Green Bay Packers? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I have them going with wide receiver uh, Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Um, he, he's a burner, and if they're going to lose uh, Scatling, they're going to need uh, a fast wide receiver to play opposite of Devontae Adams. But I feel like we've been saying that Green Bay should take a receiver with their first-round pick for the last three or four years. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I'm not holding my breath. I'm going to be right on that. I mean, they, they also could go on the on the de- defensive side of the ball because one of the repercussions of uh, re-signing Rodgers uh, to the new deal and franchising Adams is they're going to – lose some defensive players, and they're going to need to go into the draft to get those. So I can see a linebacker in that spot, too. And Bill wants to know who's going at 21 to the New England Patriots. Uh, I have them going with Trent McDuffie, cornerback uh, uh, out of Washington. Uh, J.C. Jackson uh, uh, sounds like he's going to test free agency. And, uh, again, this is a hard one to pick because uh, Belichick 
is looking at a roster two or three years down the road. And so a lot of times the pundits will have him filling needs in the first round, and that's not how he does it. He also likes to trade down a lot. And so I, I don't know if he's going to be able to there because I feel like anybody that wants a quarterback is going to be able to have gotten one at that point or is going to need to have traded up in front of Pittsburgh. And so I don't know if a, a market's going to be there to trade down, but you you, you never know. Well, I'm the odd one out because San Francisco doesn't have a first round pick. <laughs> so why don't we just go with, let's see, uh, let, how about Detroit at 32? Um, I mean, this is where they could go quarterback. Uh uh, I in my mock, I have him going with Traylon Burks. He's he's a guy that I, they were talking about going in the top ten or fifteen, and his combine performance was not really good. So we're gonna. I think you know, the other challenges scouts are gonna have to go back and look at the at the tape and uh, and try to reconcile the combine performance versus the uh, what he did there. But uh, the other thing too is with the quarterbacks. Um, let me look at my list here real quick. Uh, Desmond Riddler, uh, or Ritter, excuse me, out of uh, Cincinnati is a guy that had a pretty good combine, but CBS ranks him as the 76th player, and that's going to be the problem is uh, they have uh, Corral 22, Willis 23, and Pickett 25, and then it drops down to Hull at number 55 after that. So I just don't know if there's going to be a player at the 32nd pick that Detroit's going to want to take there at that quarterback spot. So that's why I think a receiver could make a lot of sense because they have the worst receiving core in the league last year. Here's one I'm interested in. and I, Do they keep them both? But Philadelphia, 15 and 16. And 19. They and got 19. three first-round picks. Um, I don't do trades in my mock. So um, uh, I, I – uh, I have uh, Lloyd, the, the linebacker out of Utah, Devin Lloyd, uh, going at 15. Uh, I have Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa, going at 16 because uh, Kelsey is uh, 34 years old and is nearing the end of his career. And then I have him going with Andrew Booth Jr. at cornerback with the 19th pick. Um, I can't see them packaging picks up. There's not a quarterback that's worth – normally if you were a team like them and you weren't sold on Jalen Hurts, you would go and package those picks and try to get up to the second or third pick and land a quarterback. That's what they would have done last year uh, to get up to third to try to get uh, somebody like uh, Lance. But there's nobody worth doing that. So I, I could see them maybe trying to trade down and accumulate more picks. Otherwise, just take the good fortune of having the three first-round picks and try to add three starters. Do you see Malik Willis dropping to the Steelers at 20? I don't think so. It's good. It, we got to see what happens with all the free agent quarterbacks, but Carolina, Seattle, and Washington, I think are all in the quarterback market. And I, I, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to let, I, I think Willis is going to be the second quarterback taken. So I think Willis will go in the top 10. I think Pickett and Willis go in the top 10. Corral's the one that could slide because if Washington doesn't want him at 11, then Pittsburgh's probably the next team at 20. He's probably got the most that, slide factor. That's my next question, Derek. Uh, is Corral fully recovered from the injury suffered in the Sugar Bowl? Um, at this point, no, but, uh, there's nothing that they think that it's, uh, it's going to be a, uh, a problem, uh, come fall. I don't think so. Uh, um, I, I don't think I, I don't think injury is going to factor into his first round status. I think he's only about six foot one, so I think right. uh, I think his size is what's going to factor into the decision more than anything. Right. Now, because New Orleans has pretty good defense, do they go offense in with the 18th pick, maybe a quarterback or a wide receiver? This is where I have Jamison Williams going because uh, 
Uh, I think they need a wide receiver. I, Michael Thomas uh, not had a good last couple of years in the league, and I don't think they can count on him being a franchise wide receiver. Well, he didn't play at all last year. You know, no. Yeah. No, I, and, and, and he's he's been – there's been issues with him all over the place, both medical and uh, just his uh, overall demeanor in the locker room. So I, I, I think – Again, with New Orleans, I, I think New Orleans defense is is more built to win now, and they're not in a in a really in a, in a great division. So I could see them trying to go with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or re-signing Jameis Winston or getting in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and trying to to retool this team so it can win now rather than trying to develop. Yeah, it. New Orleans has a really bad cap situation right now too. It's got a horrendous cap situation. I think. Yeah. I think. I think that they gotta get the highest. Uh, money against the cap than any of the any other team in the NFL at this point. That they're they're just in, in, in cap hell. Well, they they tried for structure and release and do and do a lot of do a lot of finagling to get down below the cap. Um, so it's it's going to be you know it's it's Tampa Bay with, with Brady coming back now. It's the Buccaneers division to lose because there's really no. I don't think there's any other team in that division uh, that's going to be able to compete, especially if Gronk comes back as well. So. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, because I've become a Tampa Bay hater over the last decade and a half. Um, but yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks, shut up, John. Uh, the become Bucks, a Tampa Bay hater. I but have. yeah, he bought a half for the Super Bowl victory. Yeah, what, okay. mean, what the hell, bro? Flip flop, more than a fucking politician, bro. Yeah, where's that Tampa hat you bought after they won the Super Bowl? Huh? huh, huh? That's he. Drinking. Yeah, he hate he hates them too. You bought one too, Elliot. Don't don't give me that. You bought one too. But I don't hate them. Yeah, well. Like you claim too. Anyway, last one. Because consensus, I guess, amongst all of us is, is that the Cincinnati Bengals need some offensive line help. Is there an offensive lineman they can pick up at 31? Uh, Daniel uh, Falal out of uh, Minnesota. That's the guy that's six nine and three hundred eighty four pounds. He set the record for uh, wow. uh, for weight by an offensive lineman. But he's that's not a big just boy. A, Holy he's cow! Like, huge. He's huge. Kai Beckton right now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you can play basketball if you want to. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a. Isn't he like a Makai Beckton type? Well, that, that's the thing I've been reading on him is that if you think because he's that size that all he can do is run block and that people are just going to run around him, that that's not the case, that he's very nimble and very agile for, for that height. I mean, he's not going to be, you know, one of the fastest offensive linemen in the league or anything like that, but he's not, you know, he's not <laughs> he's necessarily. cover a lot of real estate there. on that line, though. <laughs> yeah. No, he can just stand here with his arms out and block people. I mean, come on, that's all he's got to do. Sure. <laughs> like a freaking NHL goalie, just stand there and, and reach his arms out to block people. I can't believe he just said that he doesn't like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shut I up. know. Can't get over that, bro. I know. That's he's like hated finish. him for the last decade and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just. Oh, but yet he loves those brownies and their oh, yeah. successes. Loves them. Yeah, that's why yeah, they had to leave town. To that's why they had to leave town to go win Super Bowls. Anyway, that, that that about wraps it up. We got about thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, well, this has been an enjoyable hour and a half. Thank you very much for the yeah. view. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it thanks, thanks for having me. I had a really good time tonight, man. Derek, it was glad having you back on the show. You're welcome back anytime you want to come on. 
Uh, I know you're, you're you're busy with the marriage and the baby and the, and the, and the job. But there's no baby. You keep wanting to give me a no baby. baby. There's no baby. Dogs. Just dogs. Just dogs. Just dogs. Fur babies. Fur babies. Oh, fur babies. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Fur babies. Yeah. Um, I know you're a busy man with 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 the wife and the job because your 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 lawyer stuff taking off, and I appreciate it. It's really yep. glad to hear about that. Um, but you're welcome back anytime. I'm sure the the three other three other co-hosts just drop us a me. line. Drop us a line. Yeah, you know what? Just just like you did yesterday at, in the afternoon. Drop me a line if you want. It. If you don't care, I don't care. What day of, we'll get you on the show. How's that? We'll, okay. We'll see. We'll see how April works. I'd like to come in before the draft or maybe after yes. the draft and kind of go over some of that stuff. I I just gotta see how my schedule works out on that. But yeah, okay. I'll I'll definitely message you if uh, if I get some time to come back on again. I appreciate it, Derek. It was always glad having you on. With that being said, we are done for another week here on the Sports Nerds. I want to thank everybody, including. The 10 people on Vim.tv that did show up tonight. Thank yes, you Vim. John Olson. Thank you, Mr. John Olson, for advertising through his his business, List Nerds. To get Lay Vim. See what advertising can do. I know, right? It's amazing. Get those, get those viewers to the show. Uh, on behalf of my co-host, Mr. John Olson, Elliot, Big E Lamba, Ken Coslo, and our very special guest, Derek Laughlin. I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. We had a great time. It was a great show. And we will see you next week. Uh, unfortunately, because we're having difficulties, we will not have an outro again. That's okay. We'll get Elliot right. to figure that out. We're keeping it uniform. No intro, no outro. Right. No intro, no outro. Anyway, thank you, everyone. We'll see you next Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Elliot, by the way, I noticed we need to fix the banner in the group. Change the time to 7.30 because it says, it still says 7 o'clock. Just want to let sure. you know. Unless, the one, unless it's the one I'm using. I guess I have to get you get a new one. Anyway, anyway, have a great night, everybody. Have a great week. And we will see you next Sunday. We're out. Ta-ta.